You're listening to Hope for Women with Father Wounds, Episode 8, How Fathers Impact Our Marriage. I'm your host, Kia Stevens. This podcast is for women who have experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but an emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. I was married eight years before I realized the tremendous mistake I made. Haphazardly, I discovered it one Sunday morning as I sat listening to a singles message by Andy Stanley. Nobody's looking for a woman with daddy wounds, he said sarcastically. You got daddy wounds? Ah, I'm not interested in you. I want someone who comes into this relationship roaring angry and blames me for everything she's mad at her dad about. That's what I'm looking for. Initially, I assumed the message did not apply to me because I was married, but those words became the arrow in my soul, the bullseye. As I sat in the balcony, I wondered if anyone could tell I had the wounds he spoke about. What I failed to realize was the person who knew about my wounds was sitting next to me. I was married to him. Do I do that? I asked, even though I knew the answer. Sometimes he responded, being kind. And as we walked out of the auditorium, a mix of emotions overwhelmed me. Shame reminded me how I periodically morphed into a wounded little girl with my husband. Doubt questioned whether I could ever be different. Despair encouraged me to just give up. And they all grabbed a cup of mojo at cafe confusion in my brain. I began to internally question all the ways my daddy wounds had impacted my marriage. There were too many to count. This process was like looking for a lost earring back in a fur rug. I had become so comfortable with my behavior that distinguishing dysfunction from functionality was difficult. How could I determine if I was mad because of something in the moment or subconsciously dealing with some unresolved father wound? This was not a quickly answered question, and for me, it took loads of intentional self-reflection. During that season, I discovered the following key truths. Truth number one, my husband is not my daddy. Early on in our marriage, I wanted my husband to affirm me the way my daddy didn't. I yearned to hear him say I was smart, beautiful, a great cook, the perfect wife, the list goes on. Now, don't get me wrong. It is natural for a wife to want her husband to compliment her, but she should not be dependent on his words. And I was. His opinion, good or bad, had the power to cripple or empower me. And it wasn't what he said, but the authority that I gave him. The truth I had to realize was, though my father did not affirm me as a child, God affirms me through his word, and he alone is enough. I value my husband's opinion, but his words come second to God's. This knowledge has enabled me to handle his compliments and criticisms in a healthy way. Truth number two, I must forgive my dad or it will impact my marital relationship. Unresolved angst with a parent prior to marriage is redirected towards a spouse when you say I do. I know this from experience. Shortly after we jumped the broom, anger seeped out of me like hot steam. My husband became an easy target because he was male and close by. In an effort to have a healthy marriage, I had to comb through the tangled mess of my emotions and identify why I felt what I felt when I felt it. It took counseling, 
journaling, and much prayer to say, I am angry. I feel rejected. I am hurting. Then I had to learn the lifestyle of forgiveness and how to move on. This process has lasted more than a decade, and although it has been difficult, quitting and avoidance have never been an option for me. I knew in order to have a loving relationship with my husband, I needed to resolve unforgiveness with my dad. In forgiving my dad, the overall quality and health of my marriage improved. Truth number three, I must look to God to meet my needs and not my husband. Going into marriage, I had a romanticized perspective of holy matrimony. As the product of a divorced household, I was clueless as to what a marriage should look like. So I made it up. My fairy tale included a husband equipped with flowers, continual compliments, an abundant bank account, endless amounts of quality time, and a completely checked off honey to-do list. I never said it out loud, but I thought about it. I assumed my husband was supposed to meet my every need. I soon discovered that was never God's intentions. No human being is capable of doing this. God may choose to use my husband to meet my needs, but I am to look to him first. This is something I had heard all my life. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. But I didn't really believe it. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Finally, after years of disappointment, I decided to take God out of the box I confined him to. I began to expose areas of my soul that I previously believed were beyond his reach. God, I'm lonely. Yes, even in marriage. I feel discouraged. I'm afraid and I'm hurting are just a few of the conversations I allowed myself to have with the God of the universe. I expanded my list of things God was concerned about. To encompass the intimate details of my soul, and over time, he met my needs. Unfortunately, I was already swimming in the deep end of the marriage pool when I realized I had daddy wounds. If you are unmarried with the desire to be married someday, sis, take heed. Let this podcast be like a pesky fly on your favorite meal. Stop. Don't dive into a relationship and definitely not marriage until you deal with your father issues. If you are already married, start where you are. I did. A choice not to could become a pitfall in your marriage. I am not saying this to cast a doomsday shadow on your future bliss. I am saying this because I want you to deal with your father wounds before you say I do. 
This was not my story, but God has truly been faithful. My husband proposed six months after we started dating. Everything was moving like clockwork until it wasn't. We hit an unanticipated mammoth-sized bump on our road towards marital bliss that halted our journey towards happily ever after indefinitely. Our church told us in so many words that we were not ready to get married. We both had some more introspection to be done before we could say I do. Although we could have packed our bags and headed to the county courthouse, we opted to submit to the leadership of our church. It was difficult, embarrassing, slow, and absolutely one of the greatest decisions I've ever made. That no forced me to work on the marriage rather than the wedding day. There were no dress fittings or cake tastings. It was just me working on myself. This is a practice often left out of the marriage preparation equation. Our culture is obsessed with bachelorette romances and fairy tale weddings that more so characterize a soap opera than a bona fide union. Marriages, however, are not made amid the Hollywood glitz and glam, but in the imperfect and often challenging behind-the-scenes work of becoming one. Intuitively, we know this, but when a woman is blinded by bliss, often her desire to experience a day she's dreamt about overrides common sense. She may be reluctant to listen to the voice of wisdom, tempted to override internal checks, and determined to ignore massive red flags, indicating she's not ready to get married. Although it was tough to yield to that still small voice, I did. And now I'm thankful to God that my husband and I are approaching 17 years of marriage. You look like the American dream, a friend commented on an Instagram picture of my family. As appreciative as I was of his comments, I knew I could not take credit for my family unit. Recognition for the dream we depicted belonged to God. This is because neither my husband nor I grew up in a two-parent family. We were both products of single-parent mothers. There was a lot we did not know. A lot. Including how our past would affect the wedded bliss we so desired. We did everything we were supposed to do in preparation for becoming one. Read books, got loads of counseling, and had spiritual mentors. Sometimes, however, despite marital preparation, areas of our woundedness went undetected. Sometimes wounds were like chameleons, camouflaging into the fabric of our lives until the conditions were right for them to come out of hiding. Marriage has a way of creating perfect conditions for everything that is in you to come out, including father wounds. This, however, does not have to be a reality for you. Choose to work through your issues now in preparation for the type of healthy marriage you ultimately want to have. Whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is, sis, there is hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. Hope to be free, completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. This was episode eight of Hope for Women with Father Wounds. I am your host, Kia Stevens. Join me for episode nine. What should honoring an absent father look like? Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. 
You can learn more about Kia Stevens and her ministry, The Father Swap, by visiting kiastevens.com and fatherswap.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.